With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. More money, more money, more money. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands in Monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. What's happening, everybody? Happy Saturday and welcome to the People's Propcast Week 15 edition. It is your host, Memphis. You can follow along on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. You can also call me Nick Prop Giorgio, aka Mr. Prop Adopolis. Let's jump into it, gang. I am recording this live from a production facility in the middle of Indianapolis, not the suburbs, not the surrounding areas, but the actual city of Indianapolis. It is a Saturday. I do have to work. We are doing our annual physical inventory before going on a two week shutdown. So I should be around a little bit more during this championship fantasy week, as well as weeks 16 and 17 of the NFL regular season. A lot of great stuff coming up on today's show. I do want to apologize to both Dr. Kyle and the listening audience. Now, Dr. Kyle was more than willing to jump on today's prop cast with me, but unfortunately, I'm having to record this on a Saturday afternoon, not even in my studio, but actually in the cab of my pickup truck. That's right. I am sitting here taking a little break, had to run and grab something to eat, but I thought I would get this done. It's going to be a late one here at the office, so I do apologize for the raw nature of the audio, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I wish I could have had Dr. Kyle on. I am going to have a couple of his bets for you here in just a second. 
And I'm going to jump into a quick review of last week. Another winning week here on the PropCast. Seven straight weeks of winners. Went 2-1 and one last week. Technically, if you followed along with, with what I bet, you would have went 4-2. and two. Uh, My bet of the week was Deshaun Watson over 27.5 rush yards. That That's always a nice one. Uh, easy layup. You get it early. I think he had that in the first half. Made the uh, the gambling a lot easier. Had Cole Komet over three and a half receptions. That was another over. And I can't find one yet, but I'm looking for a Cole Komet prop for week, uh, excuse me, 15. Nothing on DraftKings yet. Nothing on mybookie.ag yet, but I'm looking. Because word on the street is Jimmy Graham may not play. And if he does, he will be limited. And that tells me that Komet's number could be devalued. So be looking for that where you can. Uh, I had Gronk over 39 and a half receiving yards last week. Yeah, that was a loser. Now, if if you back Gronk in fantasy, he, he did you okay because he did have one catch and it was for two yards, but at least it was a touchdown. So if you play PPR, you got you, what, seven and change. If you play standard, he got you. A touchdown. Not the worst thing in the world. So uh went three and well, excuse me, went two and one on the prop cast last week. Then on Twitter on Sunday night, I recommended James Connor over 42 and a half rush yards. And that didn't happen. That entire Pittsburgh running game looks like ass right now. So for those reasons, I will not be looking to James Connor anytime in the near future. The other one I had on Monday night's game was Baker Mayfield, over 227 and a half passing yards. That was an easy cash. He almost got that in the first half alone. So overall on the week last week, went four and two out of my personal bankroll, two and one for you, the listeners. That's why you got to be following along on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. You never know when something else comes along that I like that I'm going to get in action because I, I pick three. I pick three, and then I do further digging. To get three takes me a few hours of work, and then some others come up along the way, and I'm like, oh, I like that. I'm betting that, but I will tweet those out. So, make, again, make sure you're following along at DWZ Memphis. All right, I'm going to hit you real quick with three from our good friend, Dr. Kyle, at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. He likes Keelan Cole of the Jacksonville Jaguars over three and a half receptions. I don't hate it. The splits that he shared with me on Cole with and without Minshew are pretty stark. So you might want to check those out or follow along with him for full documentation. On the Saturday game, I don't know that we'll get this recording up in time, but he likes Drew Locke over 243 and a half passing yards. Drew Locke, since the COVID boo-boo, has been on fire. One of the statistical best quarterbacks in the NFL per pro football focus and using QBR. I don't hate that as well. And then Gardner Minshew, over 16 and a half rushing yards. I will also say I don't hate that prop either. As you know, we bet a lot more overs than unders here on the DWZ. And I'm always looking for low-hanging fruit. Here, here are some that I like 
that I didn't bet yet. Um, you can do your own research on these or follow along on Twitter, see if I actually do. Uh, first one was James Robinson over 23 and a half receiving yards. Speaking of game splits, if you pull his game splits up and look at his receiving numbers with Gardner Minshew and without Gardner Minshew, you will see that his receiving receptions and yardage do significantly better with the mustache under center. So take a look at that. It's uh, over under 23 and a half, lay a dollar 12 anyway. As always, I forgot the disclaimer. I got all of these props from the DraftKings Sportsbook. I really wish I had time and they were all up in their entirety over at my bookie. Unfortunately, they, those really start rolling in late on Saturday evening, sometime throughout the day Saturday. And unfortunately, with my work situation, did not have time to go to my bookie.ag. So again, all these props and numbers are brought to you by the folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Another one that I like, especially with Michael Thomas out, is Albin Kamara over 48 and a half receiving yards, lay $1.12 either way. I don't know that they've adjusted this yet. I may have to go ahead and bet that the minute I go back, before I go back into the production facility, because that feels like stealing. For my, first, my first thought is, is, how do you protect Drew Brees? Short to intermediate passes. Well, if slant guard Mike isn't playing, who's going to get all those short intermediate passes? The majority of them are going to Alvin Kamara. So I like 48 and a half. I like the over. And just to tell you how strong the bookies feel about this number, his receptions prop, six and a half receptions. If you bet over, you have to lay a dollar twenty. That's a huge number that tells you that if you want to lean to the over, you're really, really going to pay for it. And if you want the under six and a half, you only have to lay a dollar five. Now, these next two I like. I'm not betting them, and I probably won't. Maybe I will uh, because I'm kind of over slash overextending myself on running back over props. They are the most susceptible to injury. Uh, I'll go back to a couple of weeks ago. I had over on a couple of props on Antonio Gibson against the Steelers. He gets hurt. Boom. That 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 kills you. And again, the, the running back position, very susceptible to injury. And over, when you bet overs, you're given the bookie injury insurance. Anytime a player gets injured, you're going under. Once in a blue moon, you can catch them slipping. Like I did Thursday, I was able to get Keenan Allen under his reception prop and under his reception yardage prop before they took him down entirely so once in a while you can catch the bookies slipping not too often I'm not going to give them any additional edge but I will throw a couple of running running back props out there for you Cam Akers over 68 and a half rush yards I really want to look at his splits the last couple of weeks if I were to bet one this is a four o'clock game so when these early props come in, I may reinvest some of those profits into Cam Akers over 68 and a half. I didn't want to lay the dollar and 22 cent juice. Felt like too much. And if you go under 68 and a half, you actually get a dollar 10. It's plus a dollar 10 if you're going under 68 and a half. And finally, before I get into the three that I do like, Jonathan Taylor over or under 72 and a half rush yards. Clearly, I like the over. 
but the juice is just super high on this. If you're going over, you're laying a dollar fifty-five. So you would have to bet uh, for easy math, one hundred and fifty-five dollars to win a hundred. So if you bet fifteen fifty to win ten, you bet a dollar fifty to win a dollar, so on and so forth. Do your own math. You're you're given a lot of odds, and if you think for some reason he's going under then you would get $1.25. So if you bet a dollar, you get $1.25. If you bet 10, you get $12.50, so on and so forth. I like that one. I just, I can't bring myself to lay that, to lay that juice. If you're looking at Jonathan Taylor, look at his receiving prop. He has a reception total of two and a half with Phillip Rivers. I think he's been at two every game, but one. So he's always in that neighborhood of, two receptions. It feels pretty good. This is going to be a high scoring game. So those would be some props that I look to. I don't know that I will fire. Uh, Out of all of those, I would lean closest to the Cam Akers. Now let's jump into three that I do like, and I am betting for the week. And here we go. We got Robert Tanyan over or under three and a half receptions against the Carolina Panthers. It's lay a dollar 12 either way on the DraftKings sports books. If you look at Carolina, so the first thing I'll start giving you is the Carolina defense and the opponent's defense as it relates to these props. So these play in Carolina, they have given up the fifth most tight end yardage to opposing tight ends this year. They've also given up the second most tight end receptions with 75. Those are great. So how is Robert Tanyan trending? Well, he's had five targets in five straight games. He's had three receptions this year in nine of 12 games. He's had four or more receptions, which is what it would take to win this prop in seven of 12 games. And he's only been considered the starter per per pro football reference eight times this year. So he's not even been the full-time starter all season per pro football reference, but he's putting up very good numbers. I like it over three and a half. Green Bay's averaging 36 pass attempts per game, and Carolina can score. I don't think Green Bay's defense is all that. I did look at his yardage prop. It's 39 and a half. I don't I don't like double dipping on the same player unless I just feel like the numbers so just so misaligned as to uh, create value. So I like the receptions a little bit more than the yardage. Uh, if he if he gets three if he gets three catches, he would have to I'm sure excuse me four catches to win this bet. He would have to get ten yards a catch for me to get the money. I like the receptions a lot better than I like the 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 yardage so let's go to kiki qt he is on DraftKings over or under 48 and a half receiving yards lay a dollar 12 either way if you look at the last two games that he's played since the will fuller suspension so that would be the game against the colts two weeks ago and then the game against the bears last week kiki qt has played 75% of the snaps, a 75% snap share in that two-game sample. Um, Houston is a very pass-happy team. They throw the eighth most passes by percentage in the NFL. So only seven more teams throw the ball by percentage than Kiki QT. 
Uh, that's a 62% split. So they passed the ball 62% of the times. Volume, guys. We're always looking for volume. Volume and value, and I think we're getting both. Houston is sixth in the NFL in passing yards. They have attained 270 pass yards per game. I'm only asking for him to get about eight, 16, 17, 18% of those. So I like that a lot, given that there is no Will Fuller. There is no real tight end to speak of. And Brandon Cooks is still, he's going to play, but he's going to be limited with a neck. And the Colts, man, the Colts are scoring 28.6 points per game. That's the fifth most in the NFL. If I bet you, if I ask you to name the top five scoring offenses in the NFL, you wouldn't have had the Indianapolis Colts. But here they are. So Houston's going to have to score. How does Houston score? How does Houston move the ball? They pass. And if you want to see something crazy, pull up splits for Kiki QT against every other team in the league and against the Indianapolis Colts. In three games versus the Colts in his career, he's had 29 targets, 22 receptions, 275 yards. So just against the Colts, he averages 10 targets a game, seven catches a game, and 92 yards per game of what I expect to be a very, very high-scoring game. Kiki QT over 48.5 receiving yards. Lay a dollar twelve. Last one, final one, guys. I'm going to go Raheem Moster over 56.5 rush yards against the Dallas Cowboys. Gang, Dallas gives up the most rushing yards per game to the running back position of any defense in the NFL 133 yards, and actually I lied, that's the second most. Houston actually gives up the most, which is why I liked JT's rushing yardage prop. I just didn't like JT's rushing yardage juice. Uh, He's averaging five yards per rush. So a little quick math, hey, he's only got to touch the ball 12 times, and we know he's got explosive breakaway speed and potential. Um. He has hit the 56 yards in a game five of seven games he's played this year. So on average, more often than not, when he plays, he's going to hit 56 yards. So I like that a lot. And the the most intriguing thing is he was completely off of the injury report on Friday. So he's definitely good to go. He's definitely healthy enough to take advantage of this matchup. Again, it does make me nervous that he's left or – been limited in several games, but the number was just so good that I felt like I'm willing to take the risk at that total of 56 and a half to get there. And then we were talking about rushing versus passing splits. San Francisco rushes the ball 41% of the time, an average of 21 rush attempts per game. He, The Cowboys give up 5.0 yards per rush. I only need the man to get 12 rushes, so I don't even need him theoretically. This is all narrative and the, the uh, theoretical. But I only need him to get about half of the rushes in this backfield for him to to get this money. And one thing I didn't pull, but I'm, I'm fascinated by as I was doing my research, why are, why are they not passing the ball to Raheem Mostert more? He's had 16 catches on 19 targets this year, gang. That's over 85% catching rate. And they don't use him enough. Find it odd, especially with a backup quarterback in there. But that that is my prop cast. That is what I have for you this week. I apologize. It's recorded via iPhone. I don't even have good headphones on. 
I am just spitting this from the cab of my pickup truck. Like one of those TV shows filmed in the back of taxi cabs. It's like cash cab and um, taxi cab confessions. That's, that's the good one. Don't watch that one with the kiddos. But I just wanted to make sure we got some props out there, man. We have been killing this. We have been making money for you guys here and on the fabulous Big Bet. Stick around because when the season's over, I'm not going not gonna to stop. We're going to start prepping for some props on the NFL draft. We'll start looking at next year's season totals when the schedules comes out. Player props. We're going to hit you with a fabulous big bet every month until the NFL kicks off with me and Dr. Kyle as we focus the energy here at the Dynasty Warzone Football Network more toward rookie season, mock drafts, and things of that nature. Of course, our boys, Matty Big Chest and Dr. Kyle will be around as well as our redraft brother, who we will announce at the end of the season. We are going every category of football for our football consumers. But I got to run. My break is over. Hope you guys have a great Saturday. Enjoy the Saturday football. And on behalf of everybody here at the DWZ Football Network, I will remind you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. I'll see you guys back here next week with more football content, more props, more bets, more dynasty, more everything. Have a great weekend, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, what's going on, Patreons? Man, that big bet has been working out well for me. Being able to hit up Dr. Kyle and his DMs. We're on a synchronized schedule. It's crazy. Every time I'm about to message him, he's about to message me. But, uh, being able to bounce those ideas off of them and then being able to reach out to Memphis. Typically, I just do it directly to the team personally instead of a DM. But, man, I've grown in, what, five weeks of doing the sports betting and the big bets helped. I'm able to formulate my own opinions. I do like some of the ones that they have, but listening to them and reading some of the lines and doing my own little research, I'm starting to kind of understand the ins and outs, sports betting, um, and it's going real well. Last week, I went 5-2. and two on my bets um i hit a couple big parlays one of the ones was miami that i talked about with dr kyle as soon as the opening lines came in so uh big bets where it's at patreon you guys are great appreciate everything